Hey, welcome to Beauty and the Dad Bod, episode three. This one is pretty cool. So stick around and let's have some fun. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Beauty and the Dad Bod podcast. This is episode three. I am just so happy to have you here. I don't know about Josh. I'm pretty sure he hates everyone and like me included and all of you, but everybody can suck it. (laughs) But we are happy to be back. Josh, how have you been? I've missed you so much. It's been great. I know you were on a, a, a bender there with your friends at a wedding or something. I saw that was kind of that sounded like it was fun. Uh, I was in Asheville uh, for my soon-to-be sister-in-law's um, bright, not bridal shower. Oh my god, uh, her bachelorette, bachelorette weekend. Yeah, it was very, very fun. It was great. What what debauchery did you get up to? Tell me the most memorable. Well, you probably can't remember the most memorable thing, but the thing you can remember the most. I, hey, I did not vomit at all. I'm very proud of myself. I even, I texted Tony when I was on my way home. I was like, babe, everyone is struggling. I was like, I'm pretty sure everyone threw up. I did not at all. Um, I was responsible, but I did have a lot of fun. Um, the most memorable thing was my, um, our friend, I'm not going to say her name, um, right. but our our friend came up to me um, at this bar that we were at and she comes up to me and she's holding a, um, a weed pen and she says Chelsea I stole this from someone I don't know how I got it and I said you just said how you got it you stole it and she goes I've been smoking this for an hour and I Ew. and she said I thought that this was tobacco but I can't feel my face and I said no girl that's I said that's weed and she said oh no I do the weed now it was my favorite thing ever she was being hilarious and then i kept sending my husband text of like and like quoting her and one of my favorite ones that she said uh, let me find it real quick and i read it the next morning and all of us were dying laughing like it was my do the weed it, it was oh my god it was my favorite thing in the world um she uh, bu- 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 um, yeah, so she messaged, or I messaged uh, Tony, and I said, <laughs> and this is a, a quote from our friend. It says, "Help! I'm scared and tired." Carly disappeared. Who is my sister? All she did is yeah. all she did is move seats in the van that we were in, and our friend was <laughs> terrified. She's like, "Oh my god, she she evaporated!" And then she said, "I hate it here. I do the weed now. I can't believe it." And. <laughs> so much inner turmoil there's so much going on in her head she's just struggling with life and all tony said was lol oh my god is she okay (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah it was great um what did i do i you know i did uh i did work i worked while you're out partying i work work my ass off i uh i did buy uh the kids and i some scooters electric scooters if you've never been on one of those they're so much fun i found a guy in toronto that sells them for like half price so i went and bought one because i wanted one to have my tesla (laughs) so whenever i charge and I, t- I go to Ottawa a lot, which is a six-hour drive for mm-hmm. me. So I have to charge twice. And at those two charging stops, usually I watch Netflix or yeah. whatever because the car has it all. It's, it's really all connected. But I bought an electric scooter. So I just pop it out and I go for a rip for like 20 minutes while I let the car. Ch- it's really fun. It's really relaxing. That's awesome. It's like those scooters you can rent downtown cities, yeah, right? Yeah, no, La- we, lime yeah, scooters. Yeah, we have those. The, we, the, yeah, like the bird like ones or whatever the yep. other ones are called. Yeah. 
So it's just like that, but I got mine. So then I bought a bunch more, and then the kids and I, we, my wife hates it when we call when we say, let's go for a rip. She hates us saying I don't, it. I don't so, like it either. I'm with Kathy. That's I know, gross. It's, it's so dumb. But now my daughter's just like, she thinks that's how you say it. She's like, Daddy, can we go for a rip? Oh and my, my wife God. just like Everly. rolls her eyes. It's so funny. Yeah, she loves she loves going for rips now, so that's what we that's do. That's my favorite. Um, it's, it's fun. But uh, that's, I, I mean... I'm going to Blue Jays on the on the, the, the Thursday with Tom this week. I'm very excited. Blue Jays are, it's on the cusp. Like I know you guys have Tampa Bay and they're killing it, and they might even win the whole thing this year. But uh, I'm loving life right now. It's it's busy but fun. I I I hope that we do. I hope we I hope we get the trifecta because you're not gonna no. It's not gonna first happen. of all, baby. Not gonna win no, the oh, no, 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 no. First, first of all, with with the Lightning, we've been going back to back. <laughs> That's true. That's weird. It's amazing. I'm so surprised that Florida is winning Stanley Cups. There's just no, there's no, it's not Canadian. That's the thing. It's just not, it's, 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 un, it's inappropriate is what I'm going to say there. It's just, it's just, I don't like it's it. It's amazing. And I love it. And I love our boys so much. They are so, so much fun and just the best. I have, what? I have drank quite a bit of Bud Light <laughs> out of the Stanley Cup. I've also met the Stanley Cup, so we both have met the Stanley Cup. Did you Cup drink out of it? The, oh, wait, you don't drink. I did not get to drink out of it, but the but the Boston Bruins won. I forget how many years ago it was. I knew. Okay, so here's here's a lot. Here's here's my flex. The most famous person I think I know is Mike Fisher, who's married to Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Okay, been to his cabin. He's a really super cool dude. Um, and Mike Fisher connected me with what is his name? I, I'm I'm gonna forget his name. Because anyway, he was on the Boston Bruins when they won the year. Mike's like, hey, my buddy takes photos. Why don't you hire him to come to your 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 uh, party? And I got to go photograph the party and see the Stanley Cup up close. It was amazing. It's it travels with security. Oh no, like, I know. There's two guys yeah. that like always have their eye on mm-hmm. it. And imagine the amount of the debauchery that those guys have seen in their life. Yeah. Well, so um, it, it they don't always have those specific people with it constantly. Um, mm-hmm. And when they did their little like tour with it, because uh, I don't know if uh, probably a lot of people don't know this, but when uh, a team wins uh, the Stanley Cup every player gets like a day with it and so yes. yeah so and it's really cute like some people like take it to like their kids school and like it's really mm-hmm. adorable um mm-hmm. and the guys the lightning the team that's just how cool i am i call them the guys <laughs> the guys <laughs> you know my boys <laughs> the guys my boys the um so on a friday night they went to um eddie v's which is a, a nice restaurant here and then the next night they went mm-hmm. to burn steakhouse again another restaurant here that's really nice and then they went to um the the t- Sunday they went to another really nice restaurant. Well, Tony was working private security for them at on that Friday night, oh, and, nice. and then they called the GM and they were like, "Hey, at the next one, they were like, hey, we we need someone to come.'" So she was like, "Oh shit, like I don't have just someone on standby." So then she called mm-hmm. the the GM from the the night before and she's like, "Hey, who do you have?" And he's like, "I'll call him right now." So Tony was with them three nights in a row. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And one of them, uh, one of them got lost and like left by the party bus that they were on. <laughs> so Tony had to put him in the back of his cop car and pull over the party bus to put him on so the party bus. On, yeah, and him and Tony that's were awesome. dying laughing and like were taking pictures. That's yeah, great. no, they they love him and now he's like their go to. It's hilarious. I love yeah. it. I love that. I love the relationships. Again, I don't know a lot of famous people, but Mike Fisher. He's just one of those guys that if you didn't. No, like I, you don't know he's famous, and he's he lives pretty frugally. Really cool dude. He just loves country hunting, yeah. and he's married to like the hottest country star. Oh, for sure. Really for him. Yeah, that's how I feel like it is with most 
most hockey players or yeah i mean i i they're great i love them they're awesome but yes the rays and the bucks are both going to win this year um anyways mm. josh what a what is our our main topic today and then i know we have some segments to go through but what what's our main topic today yeah we're going to cover this dilemma with covering true crime i like to call it real crime and i got people were making fun of me in my live last yeah. night about this i'm covering the gabby petito case and now we're looking for brian and you know dog the bounty hunters on it and everything's getting crazy this kid is on the run or unalive we don't know but we're going to talk about the dilemma of covering it um when you've never covered it or or what happens when you do and is it is it is it exploitation um to what point is it to what point is it not is it important and i'm gonna t- we're gonna talk about it. i think we're gonna disagree on a couple things but i think we're gonna i'm gonna have a good point for you and you're gonna be like you know what josh you're right and then when i do that thing i want to hear you say it um are you i'm, I'm sorry are you talking to me or are you talking to <laughs> yeah, the viewer I'm ta- no i'm talking to you i'm talking um, to you well i i have covered quite a bit of true crime on my channel as well um i absolutely love true crime real crime it's real oh crime. We're going to call it real crime from no, now on. We are absolutely not. Um, if we look, think about this. <laughs> if we if we TM the moniker, man, that's we got that. That's us. No, it's weird. It's like when you say, "Let's go for a rip." <laughs> so no one says that. No one. It, you're you're right. showing your age, and that's true. Even on, true. Even on uh, the, the Patreon, I just I don't know if you saw it. I just posted on. I posted like two things today on there. Um, the Discord link and. Uh, like a poll or something and on yep. on the discord link post i even said i was like listen grandpa josh doesn't know how to use it too much but i'll teach him um, um I, I i am pretty old when it comes to discord you know i just gotta learn it and then i'm good like, yeah. i'm pretty good with technology i'd like to consider it. myself it i will yeah be. all right let's get honestly let's get to the topic because the other segments we'll talk about after okay. this is an important topic so recently I obviously know I've been covering Gabby Petito mm-hmm. case last night. Um, I've never seen something like this. I had over 6,700 people in the chat. That's the biggest chat I've ever Holy had shit. on anything I've ever done. Even more than Micah, more than covering when uh, Shannon Rose and, you know, Love Men, yeah. Bits of Bish went after me for what she said. Even I, that even that had 2,000 and I was surprised. So the numbers are there, right? And mm-hmm. the dilemma that I'm coming up with is I've got people that I trust who are messaging me, not a lot, um, that are saying, you know, I, I know one specific creator that's probably going to do a video about me today about how um, that I'm exploiting the situation, right? And I'm, I, I've got the dilemma to, to contend with, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, the the argument I think is made is that um, you're just covering this because it gives you clout, right? Is that the argument? And if that's the if that's the argument, okay, right? So is it true, right? Am I just covering it for the clout? And no, the answer is no. No, you okay? care. Because, yeah, I do honestly care. And I do think that um, most people who do cover true crime, crime aren't doing it for the cloud of it. But hear me out. In this specific case, okay, I, I have not done any true crime up till now. Now I realize that I enjoy it and people tend to like the way that I cover yes. it. And I, it's more like a crowdsourcing. And I, I reached out to my buddy Annie from Tend to Life, who's amazing. Go subscribe to her. And I said, look, am I doing this wrong, Annie? Because I'm getting, you know, my standard haters who are it's going to, no matter what I do, they're going to hate me. I mean, I could go to like, 
you know, save a kid's life from, you know, jumping off a building. Like, oh my gosh, it's anti-choice. You know, they would they would find anything wrong with what I do. But um, even somebody that I do trust is saying, oh, I don't like what he's doing. So I'm like, I'm taking I'm taking a pause and I'm yes, saying, which is very important. Am I? Am I? And I have to. I'm like, am I doing this wrong? But for the most part, I've had almost 99.9 percent people say, no, you're doing it. Yes. My friend Annie's, she gave me some good advice. She's just like, look, you're doing it differently because you are crowdsourcing the theories and information when you're doing these live chats you're popping up someone who has something to say we debunk it or we dig deeper yes. right and not a lot of people do that and i think that's really cool yes and but also you say you do say though and i have watched quite a bit of your live streams about it you do specifically say guys the, these are just theories you know we we don't know if this is true or that is true we're just having a conversation and i think that's mm-hmm. one thing that people really do you know love that you're doing that however there have been people who are you know there there was this I think she was like a another influencer or something on um, on Instagram. She doesn't live here. I'm not saying you can't talk about it if you don't live, you know, in Florida. But she was saying mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. like, oh, and their lawyer has a you know a pool company, I guess that like he owns or he has under another LLC or something, whatever. And she's like, oh, and, mm-hmm. and it's New York based, and he took everyone like fishing, and oh, well that place where the you know fishing charter like where the boat goes out of is right next to fort Desoto, and it's like well yeah everything in the bay area is going to be right next to fort Desoto, and if it's a like it's it it was just frustrating and then she even said in a few you know instagram stories later she's like guys if i'm like wrong about something she's like i don't know what i'm talking about so if i'm wrong tell me so i think as long as you have Mm -hmm. like those disclaimers and you're not going for something so hard and trying to make a conspiracy or a thought or an opinion the truth because that's where as many people say that's when this stuff gets off the rails what kitty cat am i hearing right now oh that's roni oh hello roni hey roni come here yeah, he's just chilling on a piece of paper (laughs) but so and so here's what i'm thinking too and i said this last night in the chat i said look Maybe in a lot of the things that I say, people are like, well, this is a really serious matter Obviously. and you joke around a lot. And you know what, though? That's, that's how I cope yeah. with difficult situations. And a lot of people do. With, so with your all trauma. I'm saying is that, yeah, I'm saying that if I found something that I can pivot to and I'm never going to stop talking about family vloggers, mm-hmm. exploitation of kids. This is a natural, if you think about it, this is kind of a natural progression into just, it's, it's, it's uh, honestly, it's just about justice yes. and about how do we get this for people? Yeah. And am I capitalizing on it? Am I am I am I growing because of it? Yeah, but it's not a cash grab. Roni, playing with Lego. (laughs) Uh, But it's not. It's not a cash grab. It's not a cash grab, and there there is a clear difference. But also, um, you know, there's there's podcasts like, um, and you're completely right. First of all, with true crime or real crime, as some sociopaths (laughs) say, um, you know what you talk about. The, the unethical aspects of it, the exposing aspects, the, you know, falling down the rabbit hole. That's what your mm-hmm. content is. That's what my content is. And mm-hmm. people who like this type of stuff typically always love true crime as well. And there's different types of true crime, like the podcast um, Murderish, which is one of my favorite ones. She goes, mm-hmm. first of all, her voice is so it's like fucking butter and I love it. And I just want to take, it's like, not like Anthony Hopkins. Cause he has the best butter voice that I just want to take a bath in, but it, it's so good. And she goes from the very beginning of everything to the very end of the trial to like where it is now. And it's, it's I love facts. That it's beautiful. The story is told beautifully. And then there's, you know, my favorite murder and 
um, other types of, you know, a true crime comedy podcast. Mm -hmm. And they even say in their live shows, they're like, guys, listen, this is a true crime comedy podcast. We laugh Mm -hmm. when we are uncomfortable. We use humor Mm -hmm. to deal with our trauma, as do many Mm -hmm. people. And if you are uncomfortable with that, then get the fuck out. Like they literally say yeah. that. Well, that's what, and that's and basically I what it. I said last night. Yeah. I said, look, it might. I, I don't say get the FN. I'm like, this might not be for you. I want to make sure people like, hey, I do deal with things in a different way. And if and p- apparently like it, people tend to yeah. like it. So I, you know, this is us. This is again, what creators struggle with. We talk about this a lot is the struggling with the 10% who don't like yes. you or 5%. And yeah. those can be amplified because anything negative that you hear about yourself is amplified than anything positive, right? Yeah, it is. Right? You know, I mean, and so here's my take on this whole case with the Gabby Petito thing, though. Look, I don't care if Dog the Bounty Hunter is using this to gain platform, whatever the case may be, or I don't care if Jeffree Star comes on and talks about it. I don't give a shit. I hope everybody uses it to build their channel because this is why. Without the virality of this story going to the depths it did, she's still, I guarantee you, she's still stuck up there where she was left. Exactly. Okay, so imagine this doesn't go viral, Okay. Imagine nobody really picked it up. Okay, Brian comes home on the first. Right? Nobody knows anything. Maybe the cops are looking. He's going to clam up like he did. Mm -hmm. If this did not go viral, that RV family vlogger who said, oh my goodness, we were there. Let me go check my footage. If this didn't go viral, they don't check that footage. Right? If this didn't go viral, those two people that picked up my pitch hiking... They don't make their. They don't make it known. If this doesn't go viral, the girl in the restaurant doesn't say because she's a TikToker and wants to. You know, I'm good for you. Do it. I, I again. If if the, if the byproduct of finding this dirt bag and finding her body and getting justice is that people gain clout and everything, so be it. That's just the yeah. way it is. That means your voice gets louder. And here's the other thing about being a creator. Everybody, everybody who hates you or wants to say something negative always comes back to this thing. Well, you make money. Well, yeah. This is my job, so that's of course. A, it's a byproduct of it's a but it's a it's a byproduct of growing. You, YouTube does not will not allow you to grow without you making money because that's what mm-hmm. they do. They make money off of me yeah. and you. They make what is it thirty percent? They make more th- money than we do. We get a tiny way percentage. More. <laughs> they make way more off that commercial that gets played than we yep. do. They and, and in order to get bigger unfortunately it's a lie fortunately we also have to make money your voice doesn't get bigger and as your voice gets bigger you make more money and that's just the way it is if you don't again your social media currency is everything if you don't like the way someone is doing something all you have to do unsubscribe don't watch just stop watching it i i just can't like and we're gonna do a hater stay mad thing after this we're gonna talk a little bit about that type of thing where people who hate you and want to see you demolished and diminished they're the ones who watch you the most. They're actually your biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, yeah, real crime. Again, I'm going to go back to that. This case, I, I think she's not found without it, the, without the virality. Yes. And I think her parents in the end, and I think her dad did say this. He's like, I appreciate yeah, the he did. outpouring. And he did. And he'd say, and you know what? And so all these people who are coming after me and other creators for, for jumping on the quote unquote bandwagon. Oh, well, you have to admit this case isn't solved without people like us doing this. And it brings more awareness to other people who have gone missing, especially indigenous people, indigenous mm-hmm. indigenous women specifically. Mm-hmm. And sorry, I'm like screaming. I get really passionate about <laughs> about indigenous people because that I ugh, it's it's frustrating because a lot of people don't understand one. 
I think everyone should know the stolen land that you're living on, what tribe it actually, you know, group and community of people that actually belonged or belongs to, whatever your stance is. But um, not to go off on that tangent, but so many indigenous women go missing in Yellowstone, in that area, in those parks, and it's insane. And I didn't know that until this case. And mm-hmm. it's bringing around this conversation of, yeah, a fuck ton of people go missing. And um, I don't want to say like, oh, well, you know, sh- she only got, you know, this type of, um, you know, media coverage because she's, you know, a, a cute white woman. There is an aspect of that. But also sh- she she was a huge influencer. She had over 700,000 Instagram followers. Chelsea said 100,000. Oh, and it's gone up that she much doesn't. since then. Yeah. Ew, I don't yeah. like that. I'm not. I'm not following hers, which I because I I don't know. I just no. feel like it's weird. But you're right. She. You're right. This is this is okay. This is why this case is gone. Right. Again, a lot of people are going to use it, and I'm going to talk about this for a second because this is actually kind of. I, I'm going to have an opinion on mm-hmm. this. Okay. Look, I'm an indigenous. If you want to go to my blood, I'm an indigenous person. You are. My your great mom. grandfather is on a, your mom's side, right? My mother is half native and half Jamaican, and my grandfather was a native chief. Like my, I, I I've just that. done the the whole. Th- it's amazing. Yeah. we've got a great story, a lot of history, a lot of really rich native history in my family, and I do believe that. Yeah, the the missing indigenous kids, the ones that were killed oh at the schools God, yes. in Canada. It's just we'll, maybe we'll cover it another day. But yeah. you're right. This, it if anything, it, it, a byproduct is people are like, okay, yeah, and I will do that too. I will cover that. Yeah, but for those of the for those like CNN and MSNBC and Fox News and everybody who's coming out, uh, and 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 and. The Twitter blue check marks you were saying, oh, yeah, this doesn't get covered over here. And, and again, so where were you when that shit went down? Exactly. Where's your coverage yes. of that story? Yes. So don't come at me and don't come at people for that. Use the platform to say, let's bring attention and that's great. Mm-hmm. But don't blame, don't shift blame when I don't see you covering it at all either. Yeah. And CNN is one of the most guilty parties and they're the ones who are the most hypocritical on this. CNN is the most hypocritical in this channel. I don't care what anybody says. I like MSNBC um, more than I like CNN, um, but I, they're the so super hypocrites. And they're sitting there with somebody on their platform saying, why isn't this being covered? And they're like, you're right. Why? 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 I'm like, well, then why don't we go back to your archives and see yeah, if you covered then it? Y'all because cover they it. haven't. Yeah. They haven't covered it. And so all these people who are out here virtue signaling that, well, why don't you do this? Well, why don't you do it? <laughs> Like, are you, do you can do it too? Especially the blue check marks who have big audiences. Yeah. They can do it too. Well, exactly. But I get it. Yeah. And that's the, um, to, to go back on, you know, oh, well now people are talking about this and that. And even like we just said, it, it does bring a lot of awareness to it. I mean, every single podcast that I listened to over the past, um, you know, I just got caught up on a bunch of them. Like, uh, even the tiny meat gang, Cody, uh, Cody Cohen, Noel Miller, it's a comedy Mm -hmm. podcast. And they have talked about it, and it makes me so happy that they even talked about it. Um, Manny, MUA, and Laura Lee, uh, full coverage, or fool coverage, because they say it's spelled F-O-O-L, because we're fools covering things. They're amazing. Um, But they even said, like in their last one that they posted on, I think, Thursday or Friday, they covered it, too. Uh, Just like Mm -hmm. a a little bit of it, and that's amazing. My Favorite Murder, they talked about it, too. Like, it gets more people... Not only, you know, knowing about it, thinking about it, telling others, but that is how mm-hmm. he is found. And and yeah. And like it or not, this puts pressure on law enforcement to do their job. Yes. Because think about this. If this doesn't go as viral as it does, how many people have gone missing? I think it's something like six hundred thousand a year go missing in the US. Now if this case Crazy. if any of those cases got the same virality, those ha- I mean more of them are gonna be solved. For sure they are. And this puts definitely puts pressure on law enforcement to do their job. But here it is. Here's the statement of this whole thing. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on what side you sit on, this is the future of catching bad guys. Yeah. 
It is. Look at Don't F with Cats on Netflix. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah. But they, that's when they caught, what's his name? Um, crazy guy from Canada. Yeah. What's his name? That's, that um, one is, there's also another aspect of that too, is that there are people who, like in the one uh, where the girl was like in the the water tank on the top of the hotel, mm-hmm. that one, um, the internet sleuths went after this one guy who wasn't even there the same year that that girl was there. And just because he like did cosplay and like had, you know, played a character and, you know, did music and he had like a whole like Rob Zombie vibe and they even interviewed him in a documentary about it. And they were like, he's like, yeah, they ruined my life. He's like, I tried to kill myself because they just, (laughs) they doxed him and they they, Mm -hmm. like, they knew I'm using air quotes. They knew and were sure they they had convicted him basically like yeah they, he was convicted in the court of social justice it's crazy and he had nothing to do with that and it turns out that she had been off of her medication and um her uh psychological hiccups as i like to say had gotten worse and worse and around that age that she is at most or not most but a lot of people do know and can agree with me that when you're 19 to like 25 that's when in women um schizophrenia bipolar um, anxiety all of that heightens and gets worse and then also uh, you're actually able to diagnose schizophrenia and it looks like that's what she was having is delusions and it was crazy but yeah so yeah the other side of this is that the people who are convinced again brian laundry for all we know could be completely innocent and nobody wants to say that and i i don't even want to say that but he, it could have been an accidental, but there's, I mean, again, we don't know that what we don't know, but I mean, there's no other prime people in yeah. this case. So that's why this case has gotten so much attention because she's not only an influencer, um, but th- this is such a different case because we know the dude that left yeah. and the circumstances that are so weird that that's why this has gotten the attention it's gotten. These other people that have been missing, and maybe we should dive into a couple of them and find out the the parameters and yeah. what happened. But it's I guarantee it's gonna be nothing like this. And if they if there's a if there's a main guy, I'm sure that that would would get more attention. But a lot of them just go missing, and then it's just it's a hidden. Yeah, they don't know anything. Exactly, that's the thing because we have more available to us since she she wasn't. Oh, it sounds sad saying yes, was exactly since she was an influencer. Since we know a bunch more, you know, there's the all of these little puzzle pieces, and with all these other mm-hmm. ones, we don't have that because they aren't public figures. Um, also, with, with Dog the Bounty Hunter, I don't know if you could get more Florida than <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter coming in and that's amazing but also one thing i will say is a lot of people are like making fun of it and they're like oh my gosh if local police couldn't find him if the fbi couldn't find him and then fucking dog the bounty hunter comes and finds him oh yeah and listen as and i have a lot of people say this to me and that they do love that you know me and tony are the first people to be like that was shitty police work um and we we say that and my husband even says that as well again not a um not a opinion of the department he works for not that it's that one but still i always want to say that um but with that i think it's important to remember as well is that (laughs) 
I can't even believe it. Does he have an actual name? I feel so awkward calling him Macaroni? fucking dog. No, not your cat. Oh, Gus? No, not Gus. The bounty hunter. His name is Dog. Oh, Dog the bounty hunter. Yeah, I, I, it's Dwayne, I think. That's worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so hit with this guy. Um, it, I, I don't think people realize that it's kind of great because he can operate outside of the law. If that makes sense, he can sort of yeah. like within within the outside yes, of the law. Yes, he can. Yes. He like he has. He's more. And this is what I said last night on the on the on the talk. I said police are a a government organization who are locked into bureaucracy yes. a lot of the times and are handcuffed by what they can actually do. Mm-hmm. And so when they're spending a one point eight million dollars looking in this place where the alligators are and he's not there, it's really difficult for them to like just turn tail and go somewhere yep. else. It's bureaucracy. It's, I have to get this approved. I need these things. It's signed off on. Whereas Dog the Bounty Hunter can just take his crazy hair and just like float over somewhere else and go find the guy if he wants. He is not locked into the yeah. same bureaucracy as the government here. Exactly. But all that to say, go for it. If you guys think you can grow your channel on this and 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 bring somebody to justice, go for it. I'm all for it. Without going, and I'm sorry for not phrasing this in a more eloquent way, but without being a fucking dirtbag don't be like yeah, these yeah, exactly. mediums and these psychics believe in yep. whatever you want to believe in that's fine you know i fuck i i i wasn't even high when i said this this weekend i was like guys <laughs> the ghost of the fucking house that we're living in because we we stayed in our a, a friend's house and his yep. um his like wife built it like we always say like oh no like that's charlotte's house she's mm-hmm. she was such an amazing human we love her so much r.i.p charlotte um and i was sleeping in their bedroom and obviously they were not there and i was in the master bedroom by my fucking self and the door kept <laughs> opening and closing by itself i sent a video to them um i'll actually i still have it i will put that on our instagram when this goes <laughs> up it was fucking terrifying and <laughs> my, my sister-in-law's um uh step yeah stepsister opens the door and she comes in and she's like so you weren't fucking around there's a ghost in here and i was like yeah (laughs) and she's like all right have fun with that goodbye and i even said i was like oh i was like guys i couldn't find the you know remote to the ceiling fan and then charlotte told me like come on you really think he's gonna have the ceiling fan remote on his side of the bed like no it's on my side of the bed and of course that was yeah just me thinking to myself like bill's not gonna have it over there charlotte's gonna have it because she she probably is the one who got cold. So I opened it up and there it was. And I was like, thank you, Ghost of Charlotte. But yeah, li- if there's a Ghost of Charlotte, I'm piecing out of that place. See ya. She, no, thanks. She's she's not a ghost. She's a spirit. But oh, like okay. I listen, I believe like in certain little things like that. I obviously like I believe my Nana is constantly looking down on me. But there's also <laughs> I've seen videos of people coming on tiktok or instagram or wherever the fuck whatever social media platform and being like oh yeah i i talked to gabby and he didn't mean to kill her and i'm like don't ever say shit like that and i'm like bitch i'll I'll kill you for legal purposes that's a joke but (laughs) it's just so frustrating like what are you that don't do that that because that's exploiting it that is exploiting and it's also false hope it's false hoping to the parents and like yeah. and some people and some people who believe that will will do that and they'll go and they that that medium shit just got to stop I get, at least on my channel if someone says something stupid I'm like now nah, that's stupid like <laughs> somebody people keep trying to tie it back to the two murders of the of the ladies that were killed out there the married couple and again it's been debunked but they keep saying it or they'll say something about Rose or they'll say something crazy like I think he's you know he's in the church of Scientology and they have no backup no. they have no say, they, there's nothing that ever I'm, and I always will ask 
where did you get that information you just told me? Because if someone said last night, I forget what it was, they said something like, um, police tracker says he's over here. I'm like, where are you getting that? And then they, if they don't respond, I'm like, I just assume yeah. they're just throwing some well, shit in the, in the chat. And that's like someone, um, and I, I want to talk about the, the Rose person, but um, the girl that I had mentioned before, I can't remember her name, but... I looked on her Instagram. I was going through her Instagram stories at like fucking 5 a.m. Because I'm a psycho. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I was looking at it and she had said like, she was talking about Fort DeSoto Park because allegedly mm -hmm. they, the mom and dad like checked into the park and they, you they, you know, they write down license plate and everything. Like it's like mm -hmm. a lot of parks do. There's cameras. Yeah. There's and cameras. they see how many people are in the car or whatever. They need to keep track of everything. And it mm -hmm. said that three people came in and two people left. So on the on the eighth, yeah, yeah. So, so, on September eighth, yeah. So that's where people are like thinking that he is. First of all, Fort DeSoto Park is one of my favorite fucking places to go um, by. Bo it looks nice by boat. Oh my god, Josh. Ne okay. okay, so next time you come, we're having a boat day. It's gonna be fabulous. I'm gonna nice. get. Um, I'm just gonna stay sober the whole time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it's gonna be amazing. And Fort DeSoto is one of my absolute favorite places. It's so beautiful. And mm -hmm. on the actual like like island i guess it it is really beautiful too and there's like bathrooms and stuff but there's like it, it's a it's a fucking park like there's yeah there's no way he's there that thing is not that big you can walk across the park in probably 30 minutes uh no um it is it is bigger than you think there's like wilderness okay. on it and shit so he could that's what she said um shave your bush um and <laughs> and then that's the visual inch yeah um so she, she it was just annoying because she was saying like certain things and she's like oh well like because she assumed from like the picture people were showing her of fort de soto she's like oh well it's small and i was like no it's not small like people camp there like it's pretty big mm -hmm. and it's gorgeous and she's like oh well, what if his parents were keeping a boat there i was like you can't keep a boat there there's no marina no, we checked. We, there's yeah, no there's no... Bitch, I know. There's no... Mar I, I would keep a boat. <laughs> I'd buy a boat and keep it there. It's gorgeous. There's no marina. There's really no dock. Like, you pull up your boat and you anchor and you jump off the yep. roof of your boat. Like, that's what you do. Roof of mm. your boat. What, Chelsea? Um, so... It, that was just annoying and then other people she was sharing dms that people sent her like yeah what like what like in that area like saint pete's the main attraction and i responded back i was like this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about yeah like the city of saint pete is like no like stop sharing this misinformation like you don't know what yeah. you're talking about that's the thing a lot of people are putting across these theories as they are information yeah. i'm just saying in my chat i'm like hey if you got proof for it, let's hear it. We know what we know definitively, and the things that we don't know definitively, that's just theories yeah. until they're and proven, you, right? You, that's what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, and you say you do say that constantly in your live streams that I've watched, and it, that's good. I like that. Um, and also, who... So that girl also said something about, like, a girl named Rose, I guess, who was friends with Brian, who got, like, a matching tattoo that Gabby had, like, in memory of her, and... This girl, ah, uh, that's don't do that. And yeah, right. Well, and this girl on Instagram even said, and I agree with her on this part. It was kind of funny. She was like, she was like, I don't really want to talk about that girl too much because she's giving me like, like single white female vibes, and it seems like she was like obsessed with Brian and like friends with him, and Brian only mm -hmm. allegedly like let Gabby be friends with that girl, I guess, and he was very controlling and. Um, weird yeah I, so what do you know anything about that the rose no, girl I, again I, I might go down the path but I don't I, I, again I don't last night I say, I mentioned this too I almost want to like we know what happened to Gabby now it's about justice for Gabby going back and rehashing yeah. anything it does it's not going to change 
the only thing we really need to know is how, and we might learn that today, because um, that will go towards justice. At this point, the past doesn't matter anymore yeah. as far as Gabby's concerned, because let her let her rest in peace. As far as yeah, I mean, we, you know, yeah, as far as we can. But it's, if, as far as it's for justice for catching him now, the only time we need to go back and discuss it if it's going to help find him. Yes, I I completely completely agree. Um, let me ask this: Why? So, well, actually, I'm already answering my own question, but do you <laughs> think that? with how you and I both use, um, you know, comedy and have it be more of like a conversation. Um, do you think that that makes the genre of true crime more digestible for people? Yeah. Depending on how you deal with that type of uh, topic. Um, for me, yeah. Making light of things or making a comedic gesture or saying something on the side as a, as a snide remark or whatever, like making fun of Brian, like I wrote douche across his mask yesterday and that kind of stuff. Like that stuff to me, I think humanizes it and makes, makes it more digestible. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's serious, of course, but um, some people, I, I would say not everybody, but a large swath of the population deals with trauma in a different way. Using comedy allows you to kind of like, it's almost like a, a palate cleanser. Yeah. Right? You're, you're talking about something so dark and whatever, and then all of a sudden, throw a joke out there. Just let people relax for a second, because this stuff can compound, and it can really, really sit with you, and it can really... So if you let it just take a breather, mm-hmm. have a joke, talk about something else for five minutes, I almost feel that as a palate cleanser, and I think that's important yeah. when we're talking about crime. And maybe that's missing, because I used to listen to Sword and Scale, and I love that podcast. Um, but when you start you start listening to the dirty stuff that goes on in some of those crimes, you cannot unsee that shit. Yes. And he does, and it's all dark with the ominous music, and it's great because it's entertaining. But man, that stuff sits with you. So that's why I deal with the humor. Mm-hmm. People tend to like it. And again, if I have sixty five hundred people in the chat, something is going right I, there. I We're doing something agree. that people like. Yes, I mean that's um, one thing why I like to do um, my and I haven't done a true crime video in a bit, one of the ones that I loved so much got deleted by YouTube. Why? Um, because I, I was calling my series Wine and Crime, and it, before, like, I didn't know that there was a a uh, podcast called that. And someone okay. had said, they're like, you're just stealing everything from them. And I'm like, I'm not. I was like, I'm drinking wine while I tell you a story. Like, we're just, like, we're yep. sitting on a couch, and I'm just telling you this creepy-ass story i learned about um and i had put in the uh the title of it like wine and crime and then i guess that podcast had my video taken down for copyright infringement i was Mm -mm. i don't i was really i would have fought that shit i would have fought i I couldn't because they they didn't send me the email like they usually do they just completely took it down and it was a sponsored video and i was so and thank god um Thank God Good Clean Wine is, they're the fucking best and they understood how like sad and frustrated I was. Um, But yeah, and it was, it took me so long because those videos where you are talking the entire fucking time and Mm -hmm. you have like a script to go through, those take hours and hours to edit because it's not broken Mm -hmm. up by the, it's not broken up by the, oh, I'm, I'm reacting to this or I'm showing you this, you know, so Mm -hmm takes fucking forever and my lighting was so cool and it oh my god it looked so good and i was so, so just mad. keep doing it redo that video and then just call it something else well, but yeah i like yeah like, it's, it's some a bunch of my subscribers were like oh my god we're so sad they're like hey how about call it um uh cc mystery and i was like uh bitch yes like i'll do that <laughs> so i'll i'll redo it because that was one of my absolute favorite um 
one of my favorite stories of one of my favorite true crime stories it's the story of john list who was a family annihilator he killed yeah he killed his uh three kids and his wife and his mother and yeah it was insane um and then he went on the run for 30 years i believe um 30 years and guess how he was found how the show america's most wanted they right, and guys, uh, that's just uh, that's so. Uh, that's this is this. a tale's oldest time. This is a tale's oldest it's time. It's a song as it's, old as rhyme. It's Beauty <laughs> and the Dad Bot. Yeah, think about that for a second. So it's just his ele- It's just evolved into the internet. Yes. But before those shows were doing the same damn exactly. thing. Exactly. So anyway, we we got to we got to move on, Chelsea. We got to get on to the next stuff because I got to yeah. get going soon. Okay. All right. What's next? Uh, So um, the a segment that we're doing today is um, what are you watching? I personally love this because I'm a big binge watcher. But Josh, mm-hmm. you go first. You are way too excited. What are you watching? So I, I came on to clickbait on Netflix. And during this whole Gabby Petito thing, too, I've been watching clickbait. If you have not seen clickbait, everybody. Yep. Okay, so here's the premise. I won't give too much away, but basically this guy, uh, there's a viral video that comes out of him holding up signs that says, I'm a murderer. Um, If this hits 5 million views, I'm going to die. Right? And he's like, it's like a kidnapping thing. And then there's, I think it's seven episodes that goes through the entire case. And I'm not giving it away, but OMG, go watch clickbait. It's so, it's so well done. Like even just on the, on the cinematography, on the, the, the sparkle of it, like the, the shine, the way that they put it together. It's so well done. It sparkles and and shines. It's just, it's crisp. If there's a word, it's crisp. Okay. Right. And it goes through, you think, you know, until the end and you don't know shit. And I love it. Okay. So that's what I'm watching. Everybody make sure you go watch uh, clickbait. It's so good. I like that. Okay. What are you watching? Oh my God. I am obsessed with murders in the building. Oh, I've never seen it. Or is it only murders in the building? Whatever. It's so good. It's on Hulu and Mm -hmm. it's with Selena Gomez and and Steve Martin and Martin Short. And I I love them two more than I love Selena Gomez. And it is so fucking good and it's about so they all three live in this like the arcania or arcadia it's this very nice um uh condo complex in uh new york it's very old it's beautiful and Mm -hmm. and it goes like kind of through all three of their like lives gives you a little bit of a backstory like as you go on but there is a murder in the building and they it's them three like are obsessed with it and they don't realize that they've been listening to like the same podcast and it's so it's so fucking cute so they like become friends and then this murder happens and then they are like oh my god we should start a podcast where we like try to solve this and now like where it is now they like have their own sponsor and now they're like getting like getting it going and it's just so fucking good oh i'm watching it i'm gonna watch it so good i love i love steve martin and yeah, martin Short. those guys same. are like those guys are og I you love have them. so you have like five episodes i think that you get to catch up on now and oh, the next it. episode's tonight so okay i'm definitely yeah, down i'm gonna watch that okay everybody now it's time for everybody's favorite segment just the tip and it's not what you think or it is mm. it is but today's we're going to be doing advice, but it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to go on to our Reddit forums that we love. We're going to be going, I think you're going to go down um, dating advice. I'm going to go down relationship advice. And we're going to give you guys the advice you didn't know you wanted. And you do want it. So just the tip. Let's go. 
Okay, you go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. This is the one I found. It says, my boyfriend says my pregnancy is torture for him. <laughs> what do I do? Okay. And Chelsea doesn't know which one I'm going to read her, and I'm not going to know which one she's going to read me. So these are going to be our reactions. Okay. I just hit my second trimester in my first pregnancy. My boyfriend is excited for our child, but it seems my new lack of libido is getting to him. You poor dude. Some women get hornier in pregnancy and others just become kind of disinterested. I, unfortunately, in the latter. It's 5.30 and he woke up and started, I think, hitting his head on the wall. I'm speculating. Only heard a light thudding and then he left the room shortly after. It's all I could think of him doing to get out of his frustrations. Was he hitting his head against the wall or was he doing the old five-knuckle shuffle? I asked him what was wrong and he said my pregnancy is torture to him. That jerking off can only help for so long and he's not sure if he wants to have any more kids after this if it's going to be like this just a day or two ago he was talking about how he wanted three kids but i guess he's reached his limit i feel really bad and kind of selfish too since i asked so much of him so i was wondering if there are ways to increase libido or something he doesn't even ask for much either and i do miss having sex with him i just don't know what to do in this situation any advice let me tell you that pregnant women are also very 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 to me super attractive because they're like pheromones and hormones are exploding. And so men, I, I, I'm just saying, I'm not scientist or whatever, but men that are around, if you're around a pregnant woman, it's just different. It's different. The, the, the whole idea of the glowing thing that you hear, that's pure sex for I'm concerned. That's like the stuff that's like, yeah. So I had no issues with that. But my advice would be to be like, just have an open conversation with this guy. Um, because if you don't want to, you don't want to. But he, you know, you are married and there is... There is some, you just have to have a conversation. It's all come back to communication. Maybe there's something you can provide that he would enjoy so that you can come to an, a, you know, a, some kind of agreement or something. I don't know. I would just say you have to have a conversation about it. And in marriage, there is what's called compromise. Not when it comes to not getting consent or anything, but there is a way you might be able to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, I mean, can incorporate, buy him a toy, do something cool. Um, you know, just... Go out of your way to do... Because in marriage, too, you sometimes often have to do this. You have to go to your way to do something you might not want to do because you just aren't interested because it makes them happy. And that, and that could mean anything. could mean buying, you know, going somewhere you don't want to go. Going to, like, the, for me, going to see cats was the shittiest thing I ever did. It was so bad. That show was so bad. I hated it, but I went for my wife, right? But if there's something your husband wants or your wife wants, you do it because you love them, right? So I mean, that's do, my advice. Do y'all, just try something. Do y'all really think that I want to be doing the dishes... No. Do you think I want to fold Tony's laundry? Absolutely fucking not. No. I don't like doing any of that. Do I do it because his love language is acts of service and it makes him feel loved? Unfortunately, yes. If you guys don't you guys can't see this, but her eyes rolled so far into the back of her head that I'm pretty sure that they're in her ass right now. Yeah, there I'm gonna poop them out after this recording. Um yeah, that's good point, Chelsea. Very good point. Yeah, I I mean there's there's other ways to do it and also like yeah there's sometimes when tony's like hey uh i need some attention and i'm like all right well i'm not in the mood but you can get me in the mood and then also i mean when when you're pregnant bitch you did that to her so so you put it's your fault yeah you put her in this situation so you kind of just gotta deal with it it's not for forever go jack off calm down I, I he did say that he said look it's it's you know it, it sounds like he wants some closeness and all that stuff and I'm gonna go I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be on both of their side here a little bit okay, um you know he they did it's probably, it sounds like it's a planned pregnancy and they're doing this together and he's really excited about it but he in, in his defense 
he he remember he said you know i've had my buddies or i've heard that when women get pregnant they're way more horny and yeah. in my case without my wife killing me that was the case so yeah. he he hears he hears right but in this case it just the libido was flattened yeah, because of you know she might be sick all the time yeah but it's just it's it's hit or miss but again she just i think she there's a compromise that needs to be made here maybe he has to do something extra super spectacular special for yeah. her get her get her get her warmed up man yeah you, maybe you got to do something a little bit extra and special especially to get her that if, funk. if his love language is um physical touch i mean that's what mine is too and yep. to, listen uh, sometimes i gotta tell tony like hey i am feeling not neglected but like i, I need some attention just like sometimes he tells me and you mm-hmm. you gotta make your person feel loved if that means i have to do the dishes then i gotta do that if that means that tony needs to snuggle me or fucking just hold my hand then he has to do that so yeah i mean but in this world that's almost dangerous to say chelsea it's almost dangerous to say something like the word compromise in a marriage because a lot of people because of the way that this world is right now would say that's assault or that's rape or that's this and that because they're saying if she doesn't want to do it the end that's a no that's the final thing and there is nuance to it. There has to be some kind of like, okay, well, yeah, I, I mean, you can't for you should never no. ever force somebody to do something. But some people would say that's coercion. Uh, well, then they can say, they can fuck right off because that's absolutely <laughs> not what this married woman is saying. What I'm saying yeah. is obviously like there are many times where he's like, hey, want to? And I'm like, absolutely not. Get away from me. But then, and I'm obviously mm-hmm. not that mean. But I'm just like, eh, no. And then there's times where he's like, can you chill? Like, no, I'm busy. Like, I'm I'm mowing <laughs> yeah. the lawn or some yeah, shit. I'm, I like, yeah, I'm not going to for, like force him. No, but there are. No, but but in this conversation of this world, in this day and age, that conversation could be said to say, like, if he's, if he's trying to coerce you into doing something you don't want to do, a lot of people would say that's bad. But I, I, I don't. I just think that that is part of the narrative that is maybe why these people are trying to be so careful with it. I can, Specifically, and, these younger and people. There, and there's nothing wrong with being careful with that. That's preferred. But also, there's a difference between pushing someone to do something that they have no interest in doing and then also kissing your wife's neck and touching the cooter a bit to get her warmed <laughs> up, okay? Sometimes you... and. Uh, and also, I'm definitely the kind of person where I'm like, oh, my God, stop, stop. And then he stops. I'm like, why'd you stop? <laughs> uh, you didn't hear the nuance in that stop, mister. Yeah. Keep doing the thing. <laughs> I was so, giggling. Okay. <laughs> it was, I, I agree. So I, I think in this case, it's, you're right. It's just, look, I love the point you made. Do I do those things because I want to? No, it's because that's my husband's love language or my wife's love language is touch and hugs and kisses and me doing the dishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what you do. If that's, you know what? And there's no shame in that. There's no shame in gathering up the points, cashing those points in for a beach or whatever you need. It's, I'm cool with it. That's married life. That's the way it is, everybody. And yeah. it's, it's as long as you guys are in communication, it should all be good. Yes. Communication you is key. Um, I have one that also has to do with communication. And also I, um, I, yeah let me just go ahead and read this so read i want to read this (laughs) um so am i being immature for not wanting to date a girl i really like after i found out that one of my friends effed her (laughs) um so i was talking to this girl for a while and i got to really liking her we haven't been very physical as she wants to wait until we're actually boyfriend and girlfriend before we go too far understandable Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so she posted a picture with me to her Instagram story, and one of my friends ended up seeing it. Later that week, when we were hanging out, he mentioned it and asked about us. And I just said, we've just been hanging out a lot. I'm assuming that my friend thought I meant that we were just friends because he told me this, and I quote, um, me and her used to chill together. We hooked up a few times, and she's crazy in bed. And then the poster said, I, of course, didn't want to hear this, but now I, <laughs> I have, and I don't really like her as much anymore. Am I being immature, or am I justified mm. in not wanting anything to do with her anymore? So, Ooh, that's um, a tough one. So here is what I would like to say. First and foremost, Either way, your conflicting feelings are valid. Um, mm-hmm. Second of all, I do think from a female's perspective, from a, a human perspective, um, just saying, oh, we've just been hanging out was a little mm-hmm. dismissive, maybe. So yeah. I don't think that the friend meant any harm i think it was just you know friends talking like oh yeah you know yeah, i don't think he was i don't think it was doing a flex on him or anything no like that. exactly like if if um one of if one of my friends you know posted a picture with someone i used to date i obviously wouldn't be like oh he has a anything about that but i'd be like <laughs> oh hey like we're like he has a really hairy butthole just so you know <laughs> oh god hopefully not um <laughs> but yeah i mean you you get it i wouldn't you know say something like that but of course different friendships are different different filters whatever but um i i resonate with this because um i i do think it is a, a bit immature of course i don't know how old this person is um because she, she that that has nothing to do with y'all's relationship so for instance everyone always asks how me and tony met we've been together for 11 and a half years we've been married for six years now and mm-hmm. we i always say oh we met through a mutual friend um, I dated his best friend before I had even met Tony. And when I say mm-hmm. dated, I mean we hung out a bunch of times. We went on like one actual date to see the movie mm-hmm. Up and he was weird. Um, and we, I think we like actually did the do maybe like twice, but like we hung out, whatever. And I had never even met Tony the entire time. He always like talked about his best friend, Tony. And I was like, are you? Tony's best friend's Tony? No. Um, his his name was his name was Aaron Um, and I say I say was he is no longer with us Um, okay it's very sad but um, he had a lot of a lot of internal demons Uh, but then I you know I met Tony and I actually met him on Facebook asking for Aaron's number because I had lost it. I did not have any ulterior motives. Tony did apparently because he, (laughs) he even said to me later on, he's like, yeah, I saw your pictures. And he was like, I can't let Aaron have her. Like I've this, I want this one. Like Mm -hmm. I deserve her because he thought I was too good for his friend. So you are, you deserve this. Who's that guy talks in the mirror. He's like, you are worth it. You are. (laughs) You have worked so hard. This is the girl for you. And don't ever settle. You need that. So um, we had hung out a few times and I had told him, I was like, are you going to tell Aaron? Like, I really like you. And we just clicked right away. And he he knew that I, me and Aaron had hooked up, that we had talked and everything. And it yep. never, never bothered him because, and we also like, we're very open with each other about like, how, you know, you past yeah like but it's also like he was the first person who never cared about that tony doesn't know how many people he's had sex with also neither do i 
I don't fucking care. And I never have. And I always, that was another question that I was actually going to, it was between this one and another one when someone was like, oh, am I immature for, you know, caring about how many girls this person's had sex with? And it's like, as long as they're being safe, they've gotten tested and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're not being reckless. Who the fuck cares? Like, okay, this is great. This is such a cool. Okay, because hear this out. I'm on the complete opposite end spectrum. I know of what because you, you've and this is great. done it with one person, Yashua. No, so so this is great. So we have two perspectives of this thing. I'm going to eliminate the idea of purity culture and shit that I grew up in. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just take that out of the picture. Perfect. Even though that does have a huge role and plays a huge role into why I didn't have sex, absolutely, and why I didn't do any of those things. Um, but imagine this. Now I'm going to be on his side to say that's your preference. If you don't want a girl who has you know, done all those things. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if you That's have. Just- you're right if you're a hypocrite then yes I, I i do believe that if you said yes that's the, you'd be an effing hypocrite but mm-hmm. if there's a let's take a dude who's never had sex and his preference is to find a girl who also has never had sex i see nothing wrong no with that. there's no, but the, yeah there's nothing wrong with it but also that and that wasn't the question though it was right. it was the more of like shaming someone for it or yes. having the like idea of like oh well you're used or dirty and it's like first yeah. first of all bitch that just means that she's going to be more experienced and it's going to be more fun yeah. So well, I don't know, but yes. But so that's <laughs> you're like yeah, so think sure. Yeah, totally. I get that. Uh, but imagine, <laughs> so that's the thing. So right. So he's also done the deed. Then he has he. That's it. I think if the guy just didn't know, then he would have been fine with it. Yeah. And so that that means he's selfish. If you think about that for a second. Yes. If, imagine he just said they. If he didn't know that they, if the guy didn't say that thing, he would have liked this girl. Yeah. So it is that that's bothering him. Yes. And I, I do see it at you are. That was another thing I was going to bring up. You are completely right. So there's even um, me and Tony are friends with t- uh, like two of his exes. And um, he's he he is even better friends with one of my ex-boyfriends, um, Hussein, who is hilarious. He's amazing. And we love him so much. And Tony and him like are like legit friends. And we even all went to dinner and I leaned over to Tony because him and Hussein were like joking about something. And Hussein was just like, Chelsea, shut up. Like, I'm trying to talk to my boyfriend. It was great. <laughs> and I leaned over to Tony and I was like, let me just tell you, like, babe, this is the fact that you are so mature and you don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to lie, it's turning when, me on. When we get home. When yeah, we get home, I was like, you are so mature <laughs> and just such a great like husband and man. And just like, you're so secure and I just love it so much. And that like that means so much to me and it that's mm-hmm. so important because i the, our relationship is what matters i don't care what you did with this person back then yep. you're with yep. me now you're not going to go do anything with them because you're with me and you don't want that so i think it has so a lot to do with insecurity here's the dad vice here's the dad vice if this is happening the dad vice is do you like her yeah i do so why does it matter what she did exactly if you like her then you like who she is now who gives a shit what she did before um if you like her you clearly there's a reason you do and until you found this out all of a sudden that changed for you you're the a-hole in this situation and that's that's on you bro you got to figure that shit out yeah and it, it that's i i completely absolutely completely agree yeah yes your feelings are valid but also it's it's very immature and even the way the person worded this um am i justified in not wanting anything to do with her anymore it's like wh- no he's a douche it's like oh so are are you pure and perfect no you've probably had sex with one of her friends who cares 
yeah, he probably has a sock under his bed that is like uh, stiff. Hard as this. <laughs> he can break it in half, can he? Yeah. So that is it for today's episode. Actually, I really hope y'all enjoyed um, everything that we talked about that we mentioned. The shows, all that will be in um, the description box, the show notes, and also if you would like to join our Patreon, you will mm-hmm. actually be getting an extra bonus episode, two extra bonus episodes per month. It's amazing. That is all linked mm-hmm. in our link tree and also in the description box show notes all that as well um and the first hundred people get a shirt and he, here's my idea i got a new idea oh my I got a new god idea. let's do a live let's go live on Streamyard or whatever okay. okay and we will design the shirt together with those people in our patreon and those who want to come hang out with us i appreciate that and i love that and i see it i recognize it hell yes let's do that also there are already 26 patrons and we love you so Amazing. much and Thank we you. appreciate you and that is freaking awesome uh we might also do video for the bonus episode we're not sure yet so okay just should we release yeah. the podcast early to the patreons um the yeah i yes i think we should do that yeah Let's we should that. they need all the good they need all the good shit yeah they are amazing and i love them so much um yeah they're the best so we appreciate y'all so so much thank you and mm-hmm. um make sure you are subscribing on youtube and you are rating and reviewing even if you don't listen on apple Podcasts or google Podcasts, anything like that Please do definitely rate rate and review just because we love you and follow us on all of the social medias and we appreciate you and we'll see you next week or in the bonus episode. Yeah. We'll see you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Where are your top teeth? Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Beauty and the Dad Bod this week. Our mics were working. Make sure you head over to Patreon, all the social media platforms, follow us there, and leave a five-star rating where you hear your podcast. That really helps us out. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Yeah.